<laughs> Hi, you're listening to Apparently Not, the parenting podcast that tells it as it is, not as it apparently should be. Hi, everyone. I'm Amy. I have a 13-month-old baby girl who is really learning to test her boundaries lately, and I work full-time in Singapore. And I'm Angela. I have a six-month-old little girl named Gabby who is nine kilos already. So. We've now spent two episodes talking about breastfeeding, and to be honest with you, we could probably spend many more hours talking about it if we wanted to. But we're going to tra- change track a little bit today and talk about business on the other end. In particular, we're going to take a look at cloth diapers. But before we start, why don't we talk about our highs and lows for this week? Amy, did you want to go first? Sure.、Uh, Definitely a low this week, I would say. So as I was saying, my little girl is really testing her boundaries lately. I think she's gone to that age where she, you know, knows what she wants and also knows how to get it.、Um, the other day we were in a shopping center with her, and she refused to sit in her pram. She wanted to walk, but was also a bit too tired to keep walking, and she decided she would throw a little tantrum instead. Um, she, as you know, Angela, because you've heard her, she has a good set of lungs on her. Oh,、um, she, yep, she does. <laughs> very, very high pitch, and her screams could bring a house down. And she just kept stre- screaming, and we were that, you know, we were those parents were,、um, where everyone was looking at us. Oh, some、no. with pity, some with. Sympathy, but a lot of judgment as well.、Um, and, and I think you know, I think I've just learned to get a get a thick skin. Very thick skin, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and just ignore those looks and carry on.、Uh, but yes, that's that's part of parenthood now that we're going into and and learning how to deal with. How about you? I hope you had a better week. Oh man, that's so that's so hard, Amy. Because you don't really you don't really know what it's like until you're, you know, at the receiving end of the screaming. I've definitely been the parent that, you know, judges the parents of the screaming babies. Yeah, I'm never yeah. going to judge another another <sighs> set of parents again. Oh my goodness.、Um, well, for me, I've had I haven't had a great week. Because we found out that Gabriella actually has a food allergy,、um, oh. which yeah, which is which is not very you know is not something any parent wants to hear, and unfortunately it's a peanut allergy.、Oh. Um, Yeah, so you know, my husband is not a very allergic person, and I sort of have only like one or two mild food allergies. So it was really a bit of a surprise. I um I tried her on avocado and peanut butter the other day because you know she's six months, she's starting solids, and then she got this rash around her mouth, and and I thought, oh, is it the is it the peanut butter? Is it the avocado? So I tried them both separately, and unfortunately, it turned out to be. The peanut butter, which is、oh, terrible.、No. So、But、yeah, was it anything more than a rash? Did she get? A, a... It was no. It was just a rash. So I thought, oh well, it came on pretty quickly. It came on when she was eating it, and then it went away, which sort of is you know typical for immediate、um, immediate allergic reactions. So we went and saw the GP, and then she referred us, and we went and got a skin prick test, which is where they you know they prick they prick the little babies. On their skin, and they give them a little dose of the allergen.、Um, and she she sort of has 
I'd say just above the cutoff for a peanut butter allergy, which means that we can't have peanut butter anymore. A part of me wants to, because it was only a mild allergy, a part of me wants to sort of maybe just give a tiny amounts of peanut butter and see if I can sort of push the boundaries in terms of maybe developing a tolerance. But really, it's just, I've thought about it and it's just quite unsafe. Um, and I, yeah, and I don't want to be one of those parents, you know, outside the emergency department feeding my baby some peanut butter (laughs) so that if she has anaphylaxis, I can just run her straight in. That's a a nice idea. Just watching these moms with their spoonfuls of peanut butter outside the emergency room. If you, if you go to the parking lot of the child, you know, the children's hospital, um, you'll, I think you'll find, you know, at least a couple of mums just like (laughs) tentatively feeding their baby you know some peanut butter or you know what have you but yeah so now now we've got um a prescription for an EpiPen and okay um okay but it sounds like it's not um a, a particularly severe allergic reaction so hopefully it won't develop into something too dangerous that's what I hope and that's that's what I think hopefully it'll be but unfortunately because they're so little their, their immune systems are not fully developed so it could be the first reaction could be a rash and then the next time you try them it could be you know anaphylaxis so I don't really want to try I don't really want to try my luck um Fair so it's enough. not it's not great news but I've sort of I've made my peace with it now I've, it's, it's taken me a week I've you know sort of umdenard over it and yeah now I've, I've I've made my peace there is cashew butter there is also oh, almond, almond butter, butter. Um, and, and I guess, you know, it was good that you found out early, so now you can deal with it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe she'll be the lucky one in five, one in five children grow out of it. So, you know, fingers crossed for that. Yes. Fingers crossed then. Yes. But anyway, I can talk ad nauseum about this topic, but I think we should probably move on to the episode, Amy. Let's dive straight in. So cloth diapers, um... It's, it's going to be a little bit different today, what we're going to talk about, because I'm actually going to learn alongside the listeners today on, on this topic. I'm yet to take the plunge with cloth diapers because I just feel like I don't know quite enough about them. I've read some articles, some material online, and there are definitely benefits and really great pros about it. But I think I just need to hear it firsthand from a mom who is using them. So Angela here is a cloth diaper warrior (laughs) and I have so many questions for you. So please bear with me. Um, So what I know about cloth diapers is I actually was raised uh, wearing cloth diapers. This was, yeah, but I'm sure they're quite different from the ones that you currently use with Gabby. This was, this was China in the early 90s, and the cloth diapers were these, just these big white squares of linen cloth that, you know, kind of get wrapped around your middle um, and required a lot of hand washing by my mom. So my mom's accounts of uh, these cloth diapers, and, and I'm sure there was a little bit of exaggeration in there as well, um, it, it did not sound pleasant. <laughs> but then, so, you know, with my younger siblings um, who were born much later, uh, they all used paper diapers. 
And so I guess, you know, now we're really seeing a comeback with cloth diapers, but mm, in a slightly different yeah. form. So, so Angela, when you were pregnant and had like, you know, thousand and one different things to worry about and learn, all these new things to, to wrap your head around, what prompted you to consider cloth diapers? Well, Amy, this is a topic that I'm actually really, really, really passionate about. So I am glad we're doing this as a topic today. I had decided to do cloth diapers before a baby even came into the picture, which is, you know, not the normal way that, not the normal order of things. Um, but I think I saw, I saw a picture online many, many years ago and it was some guy, it might've been part of a documentary, but it was some guy in London and he had created this mountain of disposable diapers just you know in in a courtyard somewhere in London and it was sort of to show how just how many disposable diapers a baby uses in one year compared to you know maybe 20 cloth diapers that they might use so I saw that and I thought oh my wow. goodness um it, that's you know something I never really conceptualized before just the number of disposable diapers mm. because you throw them in the bin and you don't see them again um, so I decided, you know, if we ever were to have kids, then cloth diapers would be something that I would definitely, definitely look into. And then, you know, the more and more I looked into them, the more good things I found about them, especially the patterns. That's sort of one of the, the oh. main, yeah, one of the main selling points. You don't really think about that, but they're actually quite fashionable. Um, you can find a so lot no of... Longer those big white you know, oh God, squares no. of linen cloth that mm -mm. probably get stained yellow after use. Oh, no. And then, you know, those, I've seen some photos of babies in like the 70s with those massive bums. But no, the, the cloth diapers now are really trim. They have the cutest patterns. Some of them have like designer patterns. And, you know, you can color coordinate them with your baby's outfit, especially now because it's the summer. That's my favorite, you know, go-to outfit is a cute little dress and then a matching cloth diaper. It's just so that cute. so cute. It really, really is. And also, you know, they're great for the skin. And then, you know, don't even get me started on all the environmental benefits. So, yeah, like, like for me, there's just sort of so many pros. And that's why, yeah, that's why I decided to get started. It's interesting you talk about this um, visualizing of, you know, the impacts of um, paper diapers because it, it usually take it often takes something like that to um, to really show people, you know, that the mm. actual impacts of, of our daily uh, behaviors. And um, I think, Absolutely. you know, I, I, I probably need to look it up. I think that that will really help convince a lot more people um it's like that tv show in australia what is it called all around recycling yes that was yes. so effective in getting a lot of people to change their behaviors because it was so good at um and so confronting as well exactly, yeah, exactly. because the way our rubbish gets taken away it's sort of out of sight out of mind and once it's gone you don't really think about it anymore so it's very it's very confronting to have it all put out there in front of you and think wow, you know i did all of this yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, as soon as you hear it's, you know, how 
however many swimming pools or uh, football fields full of blah blah blah. That's when you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I need to do something different. Um, well, then where where exactly did you learn all of this stuff about cloth diapers? Where would you go to to research? Well, would you believe it? Actually, I learned a lot, a lot of how to, you know, how to wash them and where to get them from from Facebook. So there are lots of amazing cloth communities and groups online. There are lots of fantastic cloth mums um, who, you know, have a wealth of knowledge. So that's one of the places. And also YouTube. So, you know, there are lots of people who will walk you through how to fit the nappy, how to wash the nappy, the different brands of nappies that you can buy. Um, and yeah, and just sort of Googling, Googling online. But I think that the issue of cloth nappies is that there is just too much information sometimes and it can get very overwhelming. So hopefully we'll be able to talk a little bit about it and I can simplify it a little bit for you and make it a bit easier to understand that would be great because yes you're completely right and that facebook is just a great source of knowledge uh, i rely on it a lot these days as well i've joined all mm. these mother groups on facebook <laughs> and, and it's just such a fantastic community because you know you have people asking all these questions that you have that you may feel is silly or that you actually have no one else to ask too. Um, and, and yeah, it, it's, it's a great source of information, but at the same time, as you say, can be overwhelming because you're just scrolling through post after post, you know, months mm. and years worth of posts and, and everyone's experience is a little bit different, right? So you, you kind of qu yep. don't quite know what to believe. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, I'm going to hopefully get all of my information from you today um, <laughs> to save me from scrolling. So, okay. Then Gabby was born and then you applied all of your learning to practice. What was it like? So I think I probably need to start by explaining about all the different types of cloth diapers because there Please. are a couple, yeah, there are a couple of different types. I'm going to narrow it down into what I think are the three most important categories to keep things a bit simple. Mm -hmm. So the first type is your traditional terry toweling cloth diaper. So that's sort of the ones that our parents probably used on us when we were young. It's your rectangular or your square piece of cloth you fold that with an origami fold and then you clip it at the hips with a pin or with you know a set of clips basically now the issue with these is that not only do you have to origami fold it but it's also not waterproof so you have to put something waterproof on the outside so they have showers that are sort of have a waterproof lining and you can just clip that onto the outside. The benefits of this type is that it's really easy mm -hmm. to wash and it's quick to dry because you know everything unfolds and you can just hang it out on the line and it's dry in no time. So the second type is what we call the all-in-one cloth nappy. So it's true to its name, it's all in one. The outside of this cloth nappy basically looks like your disposable nappy except it's got a waterproof outer layer. Um, 
and where you find the Velcro tabs on the on the disposable nappy, you've either got clips or you've got sort of more more durable oh. Velcro tabs. And it, you put it on exactly the same way as you would a disposable. And instead of having you know layers that you have to origami fold into the nappy, everything is already sewn into the nappy. Hence the name, all in one. The benefit of this is that it's very easy to put on, very easy to take off. You're just dealing with one big nappy. The downside is sometimes it takes a little bit longer to dry because it has got so many layers. Um, and the last type is the pocket diaper, so or the pocket nappy. So that's the type of nappy that we use at home. On the outside, again, it looks like the all-in-one. It looks like the, um, the disposable diaper, except it's got the waterproof outer layer. And, you know, it's got the beautiful patterns on the outside. And then on the inside, there's a little slit, a little pocket where you can stuff the insert in. And the insert is basically sort of a long rectangular piece of cloth. And this cloth might be five layers of bamboo or some layers of hemp or some cotton that basically whatever you want. Some people even use tea towels and they just fold up a tea towel and stuff it into the diaper. So that's the that's the main benefit of this diaper is that you can stuff whatever you want in it. You can you know put in five layers for nighttime, just one layer for the daytime. It's just really easy to customize um, and it's quick to dry because you just take everything out of the pocket and you can dry everything separately. So those are the three main types. Have I, have I confused you completely or does that make sense? A little bit. I think um, safe to say I know enough about the first type, the terry toweling um, type, but the other three types, are they all as common as each other or is there maybe one or two that are more popular for good reason? This pocket nappy that you're using, um, you know, would you say that is the most kind of commonly oh, used Oh, look, I'd type? say, yeah. Or is it really pros and cons I'd for each of them? I'd say the pocket nappies are pretty popular. Um, it, it really depends on what brand okay. you buy. Um, in Australia, you know, you've got some lots of companies that will do maybe potentially one of each type. But, you know, I think... I think if you're really interested, you sort of try them out, um, maybe get one of each and then you'll find your favorite, you'll find which one works for you and, you know, off you go. But really, I think what is more important rather than the outer layer is what's going inside. Mm. And the reason that, you know, the old Terry Towling nappies were so bulky is because all they had back in those days were cotton. And now we've got fantastic technology. We've got bamboo and hemp, which is super, super absorb it which is why we can get so many hours out of a skinny little nappy you know you don't need all of those layers anymore um, and then lastly it's quite easy to close them up nowadays because we've also got nappies that close with velcro mm -hmm. so they're quite similar to the disposable nappies so you know you don't have to fluff around with snaps if you don't want to you can just use our velcro tab um, so yeah, so those are sort of the basic types, Okay. but really, I, yeah, really, I think what you need to do is Google them, look at some pictures, look at some YouTube videos, mm -hmm. and there are lots out there and really just get your hands on one and sort of fit it on, fit it on baby and see which one you like. Just try it out. Yeah. And, okay. Well, let's now move on to the actual mechanics then, because I think that's probably mm. the part where everybody is most, uh, curious, um, <laughs> 
how does it work exactly? What do you do in terms of putting it on, taking it off, and most importantly, cleaning them? <laughs> cleaning, that's, you know, that's what everyone is, is fascinated about with cloth diapers, but really it's not as complicated as it seems. Mm-hmm. So step by step, okay, so putting them on. Basically, they sort of, they sort of go on like underwear, really. Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine underwear cut in half, you, you put it, you know, under baby's bum and then you just put it on just like a disposable, just right. like a disposable okay. diaper, except, you know, you might have Velcro or you might have snap buttons that you sort of snap in, mm-hmm. but putting them on is, is very, very, very simple. When it comes to cleaning them, it's also really simple. So what I do is something called dry paling. So you take the wet diaper off baby's bum, say if baby just did a wee, you take it off baby's bum and then you put it in an airy basket. So this might be a laundry basket, sort of basically any basket mm-hmm. with a lot of holes in it. So like a Oh, so I got mine, I think I got mine from Ikea, it's just a wire basket with a lot of holes and you put that in somewhere where, you know, there's a lot of sort of air. So we put ours in the bathroom and it doesn't even smell. The idea is that if you have a lot of airflow to the nappy, it reduces the smell by preventing ammonia buildup because that's sort of the main source of smell when you have a wee nappy. Um, And then when you've got enough nappies, say at the end of the day, or at the end of the next day, you pop them all in the um, mm-hmm. in your washing machine, and then you do a short cycle. So say you do like a forty minute, thirty minute cycle, and then you put them back in the dry pail. When you've sort of got about you know enough to fill an entire washing machine, you put them all back in, and then you put in some clothes, put in some face washes, face wipes, mm-hmm. or you know whatever you've got lying around, and then you do a main wash. So you wash them twice oh. essentially. The main reason for washing them twice is because imagine all of the wee and you know all of the poo and all of the yucky stuff. If you just wash it one time, you're essentially washing everything mm. in dirty water. So you wash it the first time just to rinse out all that yucky stuff. And then the second time you do a clean wash. Um, So say if you've got poo and that's what, you know, freaks out the majority of people is poo. So, you know, you might be surprised to, to find out, Amy, but when it comes to disposable nappies and if you I've I've sort of sent you a picture, if you scroll to the very top, you'll see some labels that, you know, that have been circled from the packets of disposable diapers. And if you examine them, they actually say that you have to scrape the poo out before you throw them away. So disposable diapers are not actually designed for poo to be wrapped up in them and then thrown in the bin as, you know, as I have done, as, you know, Goodness most me, that is it. new information to me as yeah. I'm sure it would be to most mothers. <laughs> I don't know of any mothers, well, I've not seen any scraping poo mm. out of their uh, disposable no. nappies. But it's actually disposable nappies are designed that way because, you know, we're not supposed to have human poo sitting in landfill. That doesn't seem sanitary. 
Um, but yeah, so when it comes to cloth diapers, essentially you do the same thing. You basically you scrape the poo off into the bin. How? So Gab, yeah, so Gabby at the moment she's doing ploppable poos, what we call ploppable mm-hmm. poos. So they're sort of just you know your stereotypical log shaped roly poo. Mm-hmm. It literally just rolls right out of the nappy and into the toilet. So you just sort of you shake it over the toilet and it just falls in and you flush mm-hmm. it away. Um, back when she was a newborn, so you know when they're really young and they do their mustard poos, that, you know, watery, yeah, so that's sort of, because you're only feeding them formula or breast milk, that is basically just liquid, so that can go down the sink, so you put it in the laundry sink, some people, you know, do a quick just hand rinse, um, and then put it in the washing machine, or some people just put it straight in the washing machine with the mustard poop because oh. it's water-based. Okay. Yeah, because it's made out of water, because baby's not on any solids yet, it just washes away. It doesn't, you know, damage your machine. It's safe for the for the drains and for everything. Um, the only time you sort of, you run into problems is when they, maybe they're on solids and then they do diarrhea. Yes. <laughs> That's the only Every time. Every parent's you know, nightmare. Yeah, you might have to put on some gloves and rinse that away before you put it in, you know, in the toilet. But, you know, lots of people have very inventive ways for getting rid of poo. Mm -hmm. Some mums I know attach a bibette, so sort of like a a controlled spray hose, and you can get that hooked up by a plumber or, you know, if your husband is very handy or if you're very handy, um, you can get that attached to your toilet and basically you just use that little hose um, you can get it at Bunnings. Use that little hose and you just flush the poo out of the diaper into the toilet and then you just treat it like a wee nappy. So it's it really, once you get into the swing of things, it's very, very simple. Um, and it doesn't really use a lot of water to clean because you're doing very short cycles and you're only doing a big wash, you know, maybe two or three times a week. Yeah. Um, oh, look, so with yeah. babies, you're already doing a lot of washes with vomit, oh, exactly. with stains. I don't think you can really avoid uh, um, doing, you know, at least a few loads a week. So I'm sure this doesn't... No, you really can't. Yeah, add all that much to it. That all sounds fascinating. And I'm sure, I think, you know, (laughs) learning um, or hearing about what you do, I think the most important thing is just trying it out ourselves, right? Exactly. I think that's probably the scariest part is just, you know, trying something new uh, and... It sounds like what, you know, the way you describe it, it's it's not all that hard and, and mm. you haven't found it to be too inconvenient. Would you say you now exclusively use cloth diapers? Are there any situations where you think they might not be suitable? The Well, we started out when baby was newborn, we started out using disposable because mm. it's just so overwhelming in those first couple of weeks. Um, oh, and, and then that, we those chose... were the days with the meconium, right? That sticky yes, thing. Oh, you would absolutely. not want to be. No, no, no. Dealing you don't with want that. to be scraping. Oh, no, yeah. no, no. I just you know, just go with disposables the first couple of weeks. You're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Baby is pooing with every nappy change. You know, back in those days, baby would poo like six times a day. You know, at a minimum. Yeah. So definitely use disposables. I think. Um, so we use that, and then we transitioned to doing cloths during the daytime, and then disposables at nighttime because it was a bit overwhelming in the early days to be doing mm. cloth at nighttime as well. And then when we got a bit more confident, we started doing cloth full-time 
Um, and now we, you know, even if we go to the shops, we just pack a couple of cloths in the nappy bag and we've got a couple of wet bags, which are just waterproof bags mm -hmm. that we pop the used diaper into and then we put the new one on baby's bum and it's simple. Um, the only time where we'd use a disposable is if we were going, you know, on a holiday somewhere where there's no washing machines. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I think just make it simple for yourself. Don't, you know, pressure yourself to use cloth all the time. I think mm. even, you know, even if you just used it during the daytime, even if you just had one cloth diaper and you just used it, you know, now and then, I think it's still... It's all about doing a little bit, right? No one is going yes. to be perfect. No one's going to do it perfectly. So, you know, any even if you just use one or two, that's that's a fantastic first step. That's very encouraging. Um, what about daycare, though? Like, mm. uh, is, it, is it common enough, would you say now, that um, you could expect uh, those parents who put their kids in daycare for their teachers to adopt uh, cloth nappies as yeah. well? Yeah. Look, absolutely. I don't think it's out of the question at all. In fact, we just went for our first daycare orientation because we're starting daycare in about two weeks. Oh, oh very exciting. Oh, oh, exciting or terrifying. <laughs> Most things but, to do with babies are a combination of both. <laughs> oh, my God. that not that the truth? But so we went for our orientation and then we said, oh, you know, we do cloth diapers. Would you guys be on board with that? And they said, oh, yeah, absolutely. And they didn't have any other babies in cloth at the time, mm -hmm. but they were very on board with doing it. And basically they said, look, just, you know, teach us how it's done. Bring in like a little bucket to carry the dirty diapers with. Um, and, you know, they were more than happy to, to do it, even though they didn't have any other babies in cloth. So I think daycares now, are, you know, these daycares are very progressive and they're very interested mm. in, you know, being environmentally friendly. Um, so, you know, I'm sure your daycare would get on board if, you know, you were willing to teach them the sort of the ins and outs. Fantastic. That sounds so great that, you know, they are all willing to get on board as well. Um, lastly, and probably most practical is... Where do you get them and how much How much do they cost? <laughs> that is such an important question. Um, and look, I, I think I want to start off by comparing it a little bit to mm. disposable diapers because, to be honest, the upfront cost of cloth diapers is a lot. It really is because you're buying something that's meant to last for years and years sure. and years as opposed to something that's on the bum for three hours and thrown away. So when you're buying one cloth diaper, depending on where you buy them from, so say if you buy something that's made in China and, you know, a bit cheaper, you can get one for about 10 to $15 for one, and it'll last you for years and years. If you want to get something Australian-made, something, you know, with a, a fantastic designer print, something ethically made, it can range up to $30. So you're looking somewhere between sort of $10 to $30 per diaper. Um, and if you want to go full-time, you're looking at sort of about 30 you need roughly about 30 mm. um and then you know obviously you'd need less or more depending on how often you wanted to do laundry sure. so for me for a full-time stash or full-time collection of diapers i'd say i've spent about 600 dollars. okay so it sounds like a lot i know it sounds like a lot but if you think about the cost of disposable nappies so you know lots of people smarter than me have done the maths 
but we know that kids roughly go, you know, roughly use up to 6,000 disposable diapers in their lifetime, you know, until they're toilet trained. Oh my goodness. So that comes to about two, yeah, it really is. So that comes to about two to three thousand dollars per child. Mm -hmm. So if you put it that way, compared to sort of maybe the starting up cost of cloth diapers, it really, you know, really overwhelms it really overwhelms you about how much you're spending and then if you have you know a second child or a third child you can use the same cloth diaper and you don't need to buy oh, any wow. ones yeah so yeah, I hadn't the, co- yeah that. the cost really gets reduced if you if you use it for subsequent children mm. and then some of the cloth diapers are such good quality that you can buy them secondhand or you can even sell them on to other mm. mums i'm assuming especially with ones where you are able to insert the absorbent mm. material right if you're just selling the the outside yeah. part i'm sure there would be no issue uh, oh, not at you all. Know, with people buying and there them. are ways that you can sort of what we call sanitize and strip them so basically wash them till they're mm. super super duper clean with bleach um and all of those things and basically after you do that they're completely sanitized and completely you know able to be used for another baby and and tell me where do you get them where do i get them um well uh do you mean like what brands do i use or yeah uh, which brands would you recommend and where do you buy them from so i the one of the one of my favorite ones is one of my favorite inserts is mini and may so they're an australian brand um i also have some very cheap very basic sort of chinese made ones called alva baby and they're sort of basically the cheapest and you know the the best quality out of the cheap nappies that you can buy um and then on the pricier end of things you've got your designer bums eco naps and alchemina nappies and they're all very local australian made nappies and they're all fantastic but look um it, it it's really personal preference and it's also mm. the shape of your baby you know some babies have chunky thighs some babies are long some pe- babies have big you know tummies so it, it you know you have to find your own perfect fit um and yeah there's heaps out there well that all sounds really great angela thank you so much for sharing um i think that definitely has made me feel a lot more uh encouraged in I hope so. trying it out. I mean, for Layla, for example, um, she <laughs> does a very regular poo. <laughs> 9 a.m. on the dot every day uh, is, where, is where she does her poo, is when she does her poo. So, you know, maybe what I can do is not go all in at once, as you say, you know, start by trying to move around that poo schedule go easy first and then as we get a bit more comfortable and you know we found our groove we found the ones that suit us perhaps we might actually uh go all in but um but that was super super helpful and it also sounds like there are a whole lot of other mothers out there you know who can give you you need as well there's a great community that you can tap into yeah fantastic and not to mention the abundance of environmental benefits that uh, yes for sure absolutely for sure can i can i talk about that a little bit because i am super super passionate about so look without without at the risk of sounding sounding pushy and i want to preface this by saying you know if if cloth is not for you 
then you know there's absolutely no pressure to do cloth there are so many other ways to be you know to make your baby an echo baby um and to you know have a carbon neutral baby so to speak but look here are just some of some of the the reasons why i think cloth is a really 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 good idea so first of all landfill so that's one of the the main driving factors for me switching to cloth basically we know that there are about 800 million disposable nappies ending up in landfill in australia each year that's a mind year, blowing figure i know that's you know a number that my brain kind of how many swimming pools how many football fields oh my gosh (laughs) i uh we'll need to look that up we'll need to do some math and 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 then enough to cover the entire state of queensland for sure (laughs) um but look that's you know that's number one and we know that every disposable nappy ever produced is still in existence today and probably won't decompose into the year 2500 so that's just uh, that's just way 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 too long Mm. and to think of all you know all the time that they're spending sitting in the soil and all of the tiny little microplastics in the disposable diaper is breaking down maybe running off into the oceans maybe being eaten by you know by some birds or by some fish it's just it makes me really sad to think about that um and you know number two they put a lot of chemicals in disposable diapers so not only is that bad for the environment it's also bad for babies bums mm. so all all of the you know the gel and the synthetic things that they they put in there to make it really absorptive is one of the main causes of diaper rash um and since you know we swapped to cloth we haven't actually had any diaper rashes at all oh that's so, you great know, yeah so yeah we're really happy with that um and also the the fibers that they use is all natural fibers so you know hemp and cotton and bamboo so that's all you know contributes to why it's good for baby skin um i but i could go on about this for days and days so you're gonna have to stop me (laughs) and (laughs) no you and i mean everything you say is so true angela you're real I think you're you're really admirable for doing this and the fact that you've done it and now, um, you know, by sharing your experience and story with me and hopefully with uh, our listeners, hopefully that will encourage more mothers to at least give it a go, right? You Mm -hmm. know, if it doesn't work out for you, that's fine. If uh, you feel comfortable using it just those times when baby's at home and you know it's only just going to be a, a wee yeah. diaper, that's okay too. Um, I think it's, it's finding what you're comfortable with. And to be honest, I think uh, before you become a mother, the, the, the thought of cleaning poo out of a diaper mm. <laughs> is absolutely disgusting and puts you right off you know any further thought of cloth diapers and then baby comes along and so does vomit and poo and pee and every you know yeah every kind every of bodily secretion you can absolutely think of. yummy yummy secretions coming out of the baby um and you know everything i have been completely covered in from head to toe and oh, yeah. and you just become desensitized (laughs) from all those things and and then the thought of scraping a bit of poo off a diaper really is not all that scary (laughs) it doesn't even phase me anymore (laughs) 
And so, so yeah, um, I mean, I think you've definitely convinced me. I'm going to give it a try. And those um, pretty little patterns that you've described oh, definitely That help. is such a huge selling point for me. That is sort of one of the main, you know, environmental reasons aside, fashionable bums mm. is one of, you know, the main reasons why I'm in cloth. Fashionable bums. Love it. <laughs> but, look, I think we're going to have to wrap it up for now because that is all we have time for today um thank you all so much for joining us we hope you had a good time and remember no one really knows what they're doing we're all figuring it out as we go along and that's okay apparently not was made by us angela and amy from our living rooms after our babies have gone to sleep please don't forget to subscribe leave us a comment or email us you can find the address in our show notes. We would really love to hear from you. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. The content of this podcast reflects our personal experiences and opinions only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical or legal advice. If you have any concerns about you or your baby's health, please seek professional medical advice from a qualified healthcare provider.